aren't TV movies fun? Join Amanda, Dan, and Nate as they discuss their favorite made-for-TV movies on the Made-for-TV Mayhem Show. It's winter carnival time at a crowded ski resort, and a killer beast is on the loose. You won't believe me either. Nobody will ever believe me. Well, what's more important, finding your friend or trying to convince us that there's some kind of monster out there? This wasn't an animal. And it wasn't human either. Bo Svensson and Yvette Mimieux star in a big event thriller, Snow Beast. Tuesday, June 6th at 9, 8 Central and Mountain. This feels like total deja vu because we just heard that TV spot like three months ago. But it's back because you can't keep a good snow beast down. My name is Amanda Reyes, and I'm here with my good friend Dan Budnick. Actually, I and prefer to be called Dan Mimieux from now Dan on. Dan Mimieux. Oh, I want to be Amanda Mimieux. You, you can, know what? You can. I, I, sound, <laughs> I sound like we're doing the, um, the, the, uh, what, the cat or whatever from Mr. Rogers. Meow, meow. Mew, mew. Mew, mew, mew. Same, same thing. That's what the cat was saying all these years. We just, it was, it was his rosebud. Just oh. spoiler. Um, so, like, re-listening to that Snow Beast TV spot, I realized that Robert Logan's kind of a jerk in that movie. He's like, "Do you want to find your friend or have convinced us that there's a monster?" And she's like, "Both, because uh-huh. there's a monster, and I'd like to find my friend, <laughs> Mister Logan." Can we move forward on one while discussing the other? How about that? Yes, please. Yes, please. It's a good thing he's cute because otherwise he'd be out is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, okay. So we're here just for like 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and you're going to hear this again when the new episode goes up, which I'm currently editing. But because as I say, every episode, I've been falling behind on some deadlines and a lot of things are happening. Um, I wanted to get this little quick episode out so we could talk about um, a Snow Beast Blu-ray giveaway. So um, I did the liner notes for Retro Media's release of Snow Beast. And um, it's an excellent release and it came out and Federal and Ray who runs Retro Media was kind enough to give me a copy to give away to one of our listeners. And so we decided to make it kind of a fun contest. So I'm just going to explain the parameters real quick. And then Dan is going to talk a little bit about whatever Dan wants to talk about, which is probably going to be the movie. And then when you listen to our beach episode, which is coming up very soon, you're going to hear this all over again. So yeah, it'll be another deja vu, but let me just real quick tell you what we're doing here. So We thought it would be fun because we get a lot of fun response to when we do those where I come up with like a generic TV movie title and Dan and Nate try to come up with um, what they think that movie is. So we're kind of going to do a version of that, but with the listeners. So all I want you to do is to pair Snow Beast up with your favorite, uh, other favorite, I should say, television movie monster, like the Gargoyle or the Zuni Fetish Doll, and then just write a short synopsis um, and I mean super short, like we only want one to two paragraphs uh, about the monster mashup. Uh, you can include a cast. You can even have a director or screenwriter if you want, network, um, air date. You make it as creative as you want, or you can just have the story. We'll take um, anything and then send it to us, and I'll have all that contact information here for you in a second. And then what we're going to do is um, now I can only enter people that are in the U.S. I would like it if everybody th- from all over the world had a mashup idea and they wanted to send it, and we'd love to have it and read it and we're all going to read them all. Um, But I can only afford (laughs) to send the Blu-ray to somebody who's in the United States, unfortunately. Um, So, so, but anybody can enter, and anybody from the United States is going to get their name in a hat, and then we'll shake the little hat around, and we'll pull a name out, and we'll send you a Blu-ray. So what we're going to do, so our next episode after the beach one is going to be like a mini-sode at the end of August where we all, including Dan, Nate, and myself, all come up with our... 
uh, mashup stories. And then we're just going to pick a handful of, of some of the ones that have been sent in and we'll read those as well. Now, if we don't read yours, that doesn't mean it wasn't good, but we're going to try to keep the episode really short just for, um, because of me, because basically <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy with work right now and I don't have a lot of time, but, um, but I guarantee whatever you send in is going to be brilliant. And I encourage everybody to send something. Um, so you'll hear this again on the beach episode, but I came up with this really kind of sloppy example for people to give you a general idea of what I want. So like basically you could suggest the snow beast goes up against the Zuni fetish doll. And in this telefilm that you've created, um, Karen Black will have died, but Karen Valentine, her best friend, of course they're besties. How could they not be? Would inherit the Zuni fetish doll and she takes it with her everywhere. Remember when everybody had their cabbage patch dolls and you just carried it with you everywhere? Yes. Same thing. Same thing, except um, she decides to go on a ski vacation and she wants to take the doll with her, uh, along with her boyfriend, of course, played by Monty Markham. Uh, so Markham is a recovering alcoholic and he's, you know, going through the dry out and everything. And he's saying, I'm seeing the Zuni fetish doll moving and stuff. And of course, nobody believes him. And um, and so one night when he's alone in the cabin, he gets chased out by the Zuni fetish doll and he ends up out in the middle of nowhere and he runs into the snow beast and so the snow beast and the zuni fetish doll have to have a uh, square off and that's my telefilm now it's up to you if you want to give us the ending of the film but it'd be great if you left it open if we read it on the air then we can all discuss who we think would win the mashup mm-hmm. i think zuni's really wiry so yeah. don't discount him just because he's little right you know and so um and i actually anyway. ha- i actually have an ending for that you do i just thought of an ending for that but i'm not going to say it or should i just go ahead, because I'm not going to use this one. For... Oh, okay, because I, I, I think the ending should be right when it looks like the snow beast is going to defeat the Zuni fetish doll. Have you seen Attack of the Beast Creatures? Of course With, I have. And, and and suddenly, like, as the Zuni fetish doll is on the ground and the snow beast is about to give him a swipe of the claw, the, the fetish doll lets out like a la-la-la-la or a woo or something like that. And all of a sudden, hundreds of the little yep. guys swarm all over the beast. And, like, he goes over a cliff with them all over him. And it ends with the Zuni fetish doll looking down the cliff and laughing that's the best ending ever and you know what the second you said attack of the beast creatures i thought of multiple zuni fetish dolls yeah of course and yeah and by the way we've been tossing around an idea and i'm going to say it on here so that we're committed to it we're going to do movies that are like tv movies Mm -hmm. i think we should consider doing attack of the beast creatures as one of our one of our titles yeah because it's so good it's so good and i I Um, have my i can have my wife it was made in my wife's hometown i can have her uh, do a little insert just talking about fairfield connecticut for a minute or two it'd be great if she made a trip all the way back to fairfield and did a location scouting thing on her own last week oh darn it well she'll go back and she'll do it all on her own dime yes and with with love in her heart and it'll be amazing can now um i i thought up one Ooh, just, tell and, us. And this is just just real quick. So, uh, it's, so the snow beast is going about his business. It starts off we, we're uh, seeing from snow beast's point of view. <laughs> he's going about his business. He's killing people. No one really seems to care too much. You got to figure he's been there for ages. He didn't just show up. So, so something e- either he's been killing for ages and we didn't know it, and it's been attributed to something else or whatever. But, and so one day he's about to kill someone and he's stalking someone. And it's some possibly shady kind of guy or something like that is at the ski lodge. And all of a sudden, he's about to kill them. Like, shots ring out. And the guy he's about to kill falls to the ground dead. And he turns and looks, and he sees, running into the distance, a bald man with a shotgun. He's like, what the heck? So the snow beast does what any good uh, citizen (laughs) would do. He goes to the ski patrol. 
Now, it's a little tough at first because of the language barrier, but eventually he is uh, allowed to talk to a ski, uh, ski patrol detective. And in steps, Telly Savalas. And, oh my gosh, the Snowbeast realizes this is the man who shot that guy. What was that about? And why did he kill someone I wanted to kill? And so they have a kind of uh, uncomfortable conversation, and you get the feeling maybe Telly knows that the Snowbeast knows, and the Snowbeast knows that Telly knows. But, but the Snowbeast leaves, and he goes back out into the wilderness, and he's killing, he's killing. But shots start ringing out, and he realizes that as he's trying to go about his daily business of killing random skiers, this strange bald man is after him, and he has to find out why. And I'm just going to leave it there. And it's called a Snow Beast Cried Murder. This is really difficult because I don't know if the Snow Beast is going to be able to defeat any of these people. Because Tilly Savalas is super scary and she cried murder. Yes, yes. And I I chose that one specifically because I I hope I didn't just ruin anything for anyone. Like someone someone heard you describe the contest and said, Tilly Savalas and she cried murder, of course. I, I thought that would be a good one. Yeah, I think think that's a pretty good one. And that's another thing. So if you can argue that it's a human monster, you can use human monsters because there are lots of creepy. I was thinking of um, uh, the guy from Night Terror with the voice box is really scary. He'd be really good up against Snow Beast. You could argue bad Ronald, and I think I said this on last episode, but he's just a misunderstood teenager. So I might not accept that one. But uh, but there are plenty of other... uh, uh, psychopathic, sociopathic, uh, human uh, villains on television. Oh, I also ask that you choose movies that were preferably from the network Golden Age. Yes. So if you could do, and you don't have to do that if you really are having your heart set on Sharknado or whatever. I'm not going to stop you, but it'd be so great if you uh, did something from the 70s, 80s, or 90s, and it was preferably something that aired on ABC, NBC, or CBS. But there's not a whole lot of rules to this. So send anything in because you automatically get your name in the hat. Mm-hmm. and uh, it's worth it. So all I need you to do, so um, I don't have a date set yet, but it will be the end of August, so you'll have about a month to do this, and I'll be promoting it on the social medias as often as I can, which means once a week, unfortunately, but I'll do my best. And so um, just send us uh, your Snow Beast matchup to tvmayhempodcast at gmail.com, and um, best of luck to all of you. Yes. Please enter. Yes. Yeah, and I'll just I'll just take a, a like two minutes to just tell you about the Blu-ray. Yes, I have it. I'm, I actually have it playing. I have the um, what they call the syndicated version playing, which I, is the 89 minute version. I think that we've all seen. Um, sure. Uh, and it, I will say it it looks really great. I mean, if if you have watched it online or on on uh, that great the is it Prism? Did Prism put it out um, on video? I forget. Oh, I don't uh, know. Uh, what, whoever what it was who put it out on, on VHS, this looks so much better. And this isn't the um, the featured version. The featured version is a, I think it's, do they do it at 185? No, 166. It's a, because this version is 133, as you would have seen it on TV. And the other version, which is the 73-minute version, the CBS Late Movie it's it's great because it starts off with like the CBS late movie logo. It's 73 minutes and it's 166 and it looks so nice. I mean it's not 
I, uh, this is the movie I always use, but it's not the searcher's nice. It's not going to, like when, you know, the camera peers out of the doorway of the house at the beginning of the searchers and you see the landscapes and, and you go, <gasps> it's not quite that. But it looks, oh, it's totally that. It, it's it, totally you know that. What, you know what? It's totally that if you love snow as much as I do. Because I will say this, when I got the Blu-ray um, a month ago, I forget when it was, I watched the CBS late movie version, which speeds by it's so much fun that has to be the i'm guessing so when we did our original snow beast episode i remember we talked about how uh joseph stefano i believe was the screenwriter and he had to um uh pad out the film because it was originally supposed to be in a 74 minute time spot and they said you know we decided we wanted it or a 90 minute time spot so it'd be 74 minutes so they came to him and they said we want to put it in a two hour time slot so he had to add things and i'm guessing that the cbs version of course, who knows how they edited it, but I'm guessing that they edited it the way it was probably originally written, because I feel like the 90-minute version has a lot of extra skiing in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love the 90-minute version, but I, 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 knowing, as I watched the 72, 73-minute version, knowing that fact made me think, okay, this, this kind of feels like the more definitive version to me. Yeah. Both, both of them, both of them are super fun, and, and they're watchable. Any any time of the day or night, and then the the CBS late movie version has a really wonderful commentary from Mr. Fred Olin Ray and Mr. Dave Dakota, um, mm. and they are they are super fans of TV movies. You will listen to it, and you will just they they got they got lots of knowledge, uh, which is it's yeah it's a super fun commentary. I thought when I put it on, I didn't quite know what to expect. I mean, from the guy who made Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers and, you know, the guy who made Dream Maniac. I, I didn't quite know what to expect. I'm sorry, guys. Those were really old movies of theirs, but those were the first. They're good, though. Yeah, they're, they're very good. good. And, and I thought I didn't quite know what to expect, um, but they do a really good job. It's a really packed commentary. And then the, the uh, there's a super fun thing. I'm, I'm cracking open the Blu-ray. There, there are... Um, uh, liner notes from I can't quite read it because of the blue here. It's Amanda Ray Ray. Is that the name? Yeah, that sounds about right. That's right. A film historian yeah. who likes movies about TV or something like that. But there's lovely liner notes from a woman that you and I, um, a Ms. Mimu, uh, has written the liner notes. Yeah, that's it, right. So this is like this is there. It's, it's so cool to see TV movies actually getting nice treatment now. And yeah. For some reason, I never thought Snow Beast would, but it did. And this this is a great Blu-ray. I really yeah, I'm really it. excited too. And you're right. I feel like we're in the day and age. So I guess we could talk a little bit just very very briefly because I want to get this online soon. Yes, but um, you know, so today the day that we're recording, they just released the specs for Trilogy of Terror, and also um, Night Stalkers coming out both through. Uh, Kino Lorber, and um, and they're going to do a really good job. And um, and I know Warner Archive uh, announced at Comic Con that Bad Ronald is getting a Blu-ray treatment. And um, and that's I to you know to in my heart I know this is just the beginning of what's going to be really great. And so those are the heavy hitters. But I feel like movies and Snow Beast was a super popular film when it came out it kind of fell by the wayside in terms of it's still a cult classic and it has had lots of nice home video releases this one probably being the best but um but it is one of the titles that like Dan said like you didn't necessarily expect that one to get pulled out but it deserves it and and yeah. it's 
it's just one of so many films that do deserve it. And it's really great to see the people like Fred and Ray and the folks at Kino Lorber and Warner Archive and all the other companies that are doing these uh, releases like Doppelganger just released West Craven Summer of Fear. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing such good work. And so um, it's really important and we want to encourage that whether we're involved yes. in it or not, obviously. But um, but it's really exciting to be a part of this release because I think that this is such a worthwhile film. Um and so it's really exciting. And just keep the TV movie love alive. If yes. you don't win the contest, please pick up Snow Beast. Let Farrell and Ray know that you loved it and the work that he did. And encourage Kino Lorber and all these other companies to keep doing what they're doing. And um, it'll be great. It'll be so great. That way people can watch along with us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> yeah, it would be great. It would be great. So, um, so that's my advice. But anyway, so we'll put this online. And yes. we'll keep you all up to date. Just figure around sometime around the last week of August it's going to be due. And I'll remind everybody when it gets closer with an actual date and so um that's it and just expect the beach episode to drop hopefully in the next week the editing is going really well but um not not as fast as i would like i think i i, I seem to remember we had an issue at some point uh with skype so so it, that that may be some of the holdup. So I'll just update everybody when it's ready, uh, when we're ready to record again. Again, like I said, the end of August. And we will read out some of these, and we will keep it lively and fun, and it will be a great mini-sode, and then we'll go back to our regular scheduled programming. So everybody write in and send us your favorite Snow Beast matchup, and we'll talk soon. Yes, talk to you later, guys. Woohoo! Bye!